God for the daylight. I spent a long time in the dark, felt good saying goodbye. Waking up to a brand new heart. And if you're sleeping like I used to be, in a grave that holds you tight, there's a Savior calling, mm, promising a brand new life. He's saying, wake up, sleeper. Well, hello out there. This is Michael. And Melissa. And this is Eminem on Mondays. And so uh, we want to say welcome and thank you for joining us. And uh, hopefully this will be relevant to you. And we're going to talk about uh, why we should trust God is really what we're going to dive into a little bit here today and uh, and kind of spend some some time there. And, and I'll, I'll ask a question, just kind of open this up really fast, is going, who is someone that you trust? Who is someone that you trust? You? Anybody else? Nobody well, yeah, of there? course. There's people. <laughs> um, my friends. Okay. Do Nobody else. You know, you know, my family. You don't. You're not like God. most people, and you're like, oh, I trust these uh, these stars that are that are doing athletic, you know, athletic stars, or these people that are doing commercials and stuff like no. that. Oh, I wonder why those guys make so much money. Then nobody really trusts them, so. But, well, you're only getting a portion of who they are. Well, that's true. If anything, right? right? You know, what I mean, I you, mean, if they're right. even really those people, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, what makes that person trustworthy? So, whoever you trust, what makes them trustworthy? Um, experience. Experience in what? Life. Life experience. Yeah, like time. Like with you. Like what makes you trustworthy? Well, we've been together for sixteen years, so I mean, there's definitely some experience in there there's time in there there's you know we've um what is the word i'm looking for (laughs) we've put time and effort in and we have had ups and downs um but you know You've proven to be trustworthy. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Well, that's, a, that's good. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, what about you? Well, well I, I was going to ask this next question. Okay. Is that is that what it takes to be for God to be trustworthy is spending time with him, right? Is, is it for us in order to trust God, do we have to spend time with him and have experiences with him and have a, and have a shared relationship? Is that what makes him trustworthy? Where we go, okay, I know that trust, I know that God and I trust that he will take care of this. I don't know if that necessarily makes him trustworthy because I think um, g- God being willing to sacrifice his son for us should prove a pretty major point. Um, but I think that it definitely can help us to feel like we can trust him more mm-hmm. by spending more time with him, by reading his word, um, by seeking him for guidance and direction during those times when we want to question if we trust him or not. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, it's just, you know, but a lot of people, they don't, they don't, they don't have that. Right. Or they don't right. even know who they don't even know that he sent his son. Right. There, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that are just like, Oh, well maybe he did that or, right. you know, or, or maybe, maybe this happened. Um, yesterday we, t- we talked a little bit about this. And so what do you think that was most impactful about yesterday? 
uh, here at the edge. And if you're, you know, if you're listening to this at some other place or you, you don't attend our church or you, uh, you, you, whatever, you can always, uh, you can always watch our service online or you can always check it out someplace or you can just go to our website, uh, edge.community and, uh, and just, you know, you can watch through if, if you want to refresh your, but we really talked about how and why we should trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my favorite part, um, generally about your messages is like your run, your one liners that you throw out there. And sometimes they're in the notes and sometimes they're not. So you have to really be paying attention, have a pen ready, but these ones happened to be in the notes yesterday. And so one of them was we're closer to God when we're asking questions than when we think we hold all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then would you rather run to him with your questions than run from him with your doubts? Mm-hmm. So I thought that those were uh, two very impactful um, statements, and they're not surface-level statements either. I mean, you really have to kind of think a little bit and dig a little bit in to, to really understand the statement that you made. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, you know, I, I think I opened up yesterday talking about David, mm-hmm. and David— uh, so in Psalm 13, David is, is how long Lord, will you, will you forget me forever? Will, will I, you know, how long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my, my thoughts and day after day I have sorrow in my heart and how long will my enemy triumph over me? This is him crying out. So this is Psalms 13 verses one and two. And I think that for some of us, we're, you know, I think there's a lot of people who really can resonate with David here, especially mm-hmm. during this this uh, time of COVID during this time of uh, even coming into the holidays and, you know, people are, are struggling with the loss of loved ones or mm-hmm. friends. You know, I think that, um, that, that people are just in a really rough season right now, kind of, it's like the perfect storm of experiences for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And well, and then well, with David, we see this almost immediately afterwards. So if you look at the Psalms out of the 150 Psalms, David is attributed with some of those. And you look at, so in Psalms 13, he goes, God, how long is this going to happen? And then in Psalms 20, he comes out and he goes, some trust in chariots and, and horses and, mm-hmm. and, but we will trust in the name of the Lord, our God. And so, uh, where do we place our trust? I guess is a big question for us. And are we placing it in God, or are we placing it in? Are we where are we placing it at? Is a is a big question. Is are we trying to place it in money or in our jobs, or or are we going? Okay, God, it's all on you. I think that most people want to say that they place their trust in God. I think you know, your, your very first response is, of course I trust God. Of course I put my trust in him. You know, of course I go to him for all of my questions or concerns, but when something comes up like a financial emergency, we're putting our trust in our bank account, hoping that there's money there for us to be able to fix whatever this emergency is. Mm -hmm. Or we're putting our trust in the job that we work for, hoping again, back to money that we're going to, that they're going to give us a paycheck so that way we can continue to provide for the needs of ourselves or our families, our homes, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and that's what happens often, right? We go, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I, I've known this, right? I've, we have had this relationship with my job and every other Friday they give me a paycheck and I've had my relationship with my spouse and, and all these things happen. And so I guess how do we get that to where we bridge that to where we go? Hey, I, I, I've known 
God is going to take care of this. I've known that he's going to be part of this. How do we get, how do we bridge that from going? I've had this experience of my job giving me money. I've had this mm-hmm. experience of my spouse being there for my deep, my deepest needs. Now, how do I get to this point with where I trust like a child wakes up though? You know, I mean, just think about this when a child is born, they just trust you. Mm-hmm. Right. There's they're like, they're like, Hey, you've, from day one, they're like, that person's going to give me food and that person's going to change my diaper and that person's going to do this. Uh, and so I think that, but they've never had a doubt about that, right? They've never gotten up and said, hmm, I wonder if she's going to feed me. Right. I think that a portion of that is going to have to be blind faith, blind trust. Um, and if you are new in your relationship or your walk with God, it's going to take you kind of blindly saying, okay, God, I trust you, but also getting into your word and seeing what uh, those um, that came before us that the Bible very clearly gives us so many different references in scripture, what God has done for them and how he's been faithful for them. And what does his word say? So you're saying we have to learn from others like their experiences with God. So that way we can start our experiences and trust with him. We have to look and go, well, he's been faithful to everybody else. He should be faithful to me as well. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know if that's what I meant. I think that that's going to help to build your, I don't, because not everybody is from the get go has the ability to look at their life and see the ways that God has blessed them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I, I guess what, maybe I can rephrase it. Yeah, can you? So we, we have to, <laughs> I think that we have to look at the testimony of others in order to see how God has worked in their life, in order to trust him that he's going to do that and more in our lives is really a, an important statement to make going, hey, look, I, yes. you know, we have to, see, you know, it's it, people grow through the because testimony they, of other, yes, uh, others and the absolutely. relationship they have with yes. them. And so we, so I think it's important that we do look at shared experiences. Well, that helps us trust God. And it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that that's always going to be the, I mean, it's kind of like looking at it and going, well, uh, God's been that way for them, right? He how come should, he hasn't done that? How come me? he hasn't right. done that for me? But uh, you know, that's he, where I like hesitated with your question. There's circumstances that come into that. There's other things that come along with it. And so, but for most of us, we we can look and go, look at how God has been faithful over and over and over again for all those in the Bible, all those yes. in this different situations, all those yes. that we encounter. Yes. yes. But for us, we have to focus on how do we. You know, how do we change this? Because we're a lot of us were asking, well, God, I prayed for this, or God, I asked for this, or God, I did this. And, and I'm looking for how that's going to, to, to you, you promised these things. You said this was going to happen. And now I'm just going, oh, what? And I used this verse two weeks in a row now from Mark 9, mm-hmm. verses 23 and 24. And mm-hmm. it says, it, it, it says, you know, he's talking about the spirit that's overtaking his son. And it says often throwing him into a fire and a water trying to kill him. But if you can do anything, but and this is the, the, the thing, because this is where we're at, right? Yeah. You know, this is how most of us are. We as people are mm-hmm. God, if you can do something here, God, if you, if you can do this mm-hmm. and, and I love that the response that we get from Jesus is the, pretty much the same response. I think that we get from, from God when, when we, when we, posture ourselves in prayer in such a point where we go, well, God, if you can do something about this or, you know, where he's like, if you can, like, like, it's almost like one of those questions. If I, if, if, if I can do that, yeah, like I, like I can do anything, right? I can, I can make it to where I, I can do anything. I, and, and, and you're asking I, me if I can do this simplistic thing. Right. 
I think for me, like a lot of times, if I phrase my question that way, when I'm talking to the Lord, it's not me asking if he's capable of doing it. It's almost me asking if you would be willing. Well, but in this particular situation, this father was asking like, Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you can actually do this. You know, you may, you may not be who they say you are. And so you may suck. And so I I don't know (laughs) if you can take care of this. And so that's, and, and for, we have to understand that that's a possibility. That's, that's something that we go that people feel that way, that people look at it this way. And even sometimes how we posture ourselves and how we ask the, co- the question. Yeah. And, and Jesus responds because everything is possible for the one who believes. Mm-hmm. So we've used this line before and even in this meeting saying, saying, Hey, if you believe and you mm-hmm. pray that way, you have to start moving as it have already happened. Like you, you know, we, some people call it name it and claim it and just right. start moving in that direction. Yeah. And I and there is something to that, right? As long as long as it's something that is for God and mm-hmm. and, and in that possible that where we're looking to go and I'm moving within His will, you can't be like, hey, I'm going to go into debt because I named that I was going to win the lottery and I'm going to claim that, and then on Thursday I'm going to have this money in the bank. Mm-hmm. So you can't move in that direction, but you can move in a direction of going, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to claim that I'm doing this, mm-hmm. right? You know, I'm doing yes. these things for God. I'm going to move in this direction. So you just got to think if I'm doing something for God, I'm going to, I'm going to believe and I'm going to move in that direction. Mm-hmm. And so immediately the boy's father explained, you know, exclaimed, he goes, he goes, wait a minute. I do believe, I believe in this. Now, now help me overcome the things that I I have an unbelief in, right? Help me overcome the, you know, and so for us, that's the same thing we need to be asking God for is going, help me overcome the things that are, that are preventing my faith from even being the size of a mustard seed. Right. Help me overcome this. Help me, help me trust in you. Help me, help me do this because I'm struggling to do it. You know, and I think that we need to be honest and transparent and especially in our relationship with God and with one another, we need to go, I'm struggling in these areas. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with this. And, and I don't think that people are, willing to do that I know. yeah well i know that even um you know i talk to people all the time like in my women's group and stuff like that and um everybody has such a hard time vocalizing their prayers a lot of people just pray between their ears mm-hmm. you know and i think that there's so much power in praying out loud um and vocalizing it out loud um because sometimes we're so afraid to say things out loud for you know fear of judgment or fear Mm -hmm. of rejection or whatever. And um, a lot of times, you know, if it's something especially that like I'm really struggling with, I'll go by myself and vocalize it out loud to the Lord Mm -hmm. because not only am I then willing to recognize that I have an issue or I have a question or I have a problem or I have something that I really need to bring before him. So it's, it's um, myself realizing it, but then in turn being willing to actually come before the Lord and vocalizing it out loud what I'm asking, I think that people can really find a lot of power in that. And it almost um, can give you like a release of that certain burden mm-hmm. or question or problem. So, well, well, I will tell you is that there's power in praying together. You mm-hmm. know, when you get a group of people that, and I, and I know that prayer circles can be difficult. And right. I, I use the analogy every time that I'm like, going, well, as you're going around in the circle, right, I'm right, always right. trying to craft what prayer I'm going to do. Yeah. And so, because we're always worried about what people are going to say, and uh, I, and so what, I, or what people have said, and we want to impress them, and we want, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, well, that's not what God is asking for right. us. God is asking for us to be able to go. I, I want to put my position. I want to put myself there, and and be able to speak that. And, and so, 
um, what's on my heart and how do we grow from there? And so I think that's a, that's a big change and, and yeah. there's power in doing it and mm-hmm. we need to recognize that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so I know for us, I, you know, as we talk about this, we talk about, you know, and some of these questions that as I write down as, uh, and we put out, um, I, I wrote this down, but is there, and I really, it's more for a question for people that are listening and they're following along with this is going, is there a, something that, that you need to surrender and that you're having an issue with fully trusting God with it? And, and how can you make the shift to remember that there's a, that he has a purpose for what's going on in your life? How can you make that shift and recognize that he's, he's trying to use what's happening in your circumstances, whatever's happening to help grow you and help turn you into the person he wants you to be. And so Absolutely. how do you, and so as I'm asking this question to you that's out there listening is, is there something that's going through that? Cause you need to, I think that you have to release that. Mm-hmm. So in Proverbs three verses five and six, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and not, and lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. I think the, the biggest line that you can get right there is lean not on your own understanding because mm-hmm. your understanding is for your circumstances only and mm-hmm. not for what God sees and goes, hey, the, the, it's not just your circumstances. Right. It's it's all of the circumstances. Yeah. I think um, that, th- that we as believers um, have a tendency to forget, uh, and you say it often, we're not the main character in God's story. We are just supporting actors or actresses or not even actors or actresses we're supporting roles we're supporting players um because we forget that a decision that we make um could not even affect us but it can affect you know people five or six or even one person down the line Mm -hmm. um and so even though a situation seems so uh urgent or important um, or in dire need, we have to remember that God has something already working in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have to take into consideration, you know, I think, you know, kind of like you're told, what are the consequences, you know, when you're little, what is the consequences of your actions going to look like? Mm -hmm. And how is this going to affect everyone else around you? I agree. I, I, you know, and, and you just brought it up is sometimes things that we're struggling with right now, we may not see, you know, when, when it's positive or whatever comes out of it, we may not see the results of that until four or five generations later. It Absolutely. could be 80, 120, you know, right. it could be whatever. Sometimes it's immediate. We see the immediate ramifications, yeah. whether they're good or bad. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we don't get to see it, but yet it's, right. we planted the seed. I, yep. I often call it, you know, since the movie came out, I often call it the inception seed. We go back and we plant a seed and over time that seed develops and grows into what God has ordained and what right. God has called for. And so yeah. I go, I think that's something that we, um, we need to be very aware of and we need to move in that direction going, I know that I'm struggling through something right now or I'm going through this, or I'm str- but when I trust in God, my faith is seen by others mm-hmm. and they can see that how God is moving and keeping me, sustaining me through this mm-hmm. and, and allows, and that's sometimes strengthens somebody else to where they have now a testimony to share with other people and all of a sudden it just continues to go on and on and yeah, on. absolutely. Years ago there was a commercial, I think it was done by you know, I, I don't, some insurance company, but the it opens up with somebody saving somebody from being hit by a car and all of a sudden they do something for somebody and then they do something for somebody and they do something and, and it just continues to go in that path. 
that's how often that that's how it it shows when we trust in God, and all of a sudden the person next to us can trust in God, and the person after that can trust in God. So, just in case you're wondering, you were kind of right at the beginning yeah. when you're like, I can tell from the experiences and looking at others and seeing what's happening, is, yeah. you know, and hearing the testimony and seeing what's shared there makes a big difference. Um, are you going to share your three points? Well, I so the the three points of yesterday. So we were talking about this. So number one, when you're when you are struggling through these things. So as we've talked about this, we've gone, hey, this is what the issues are. And, and so number one, as we're talking through this, I, you know, I want you to understand that as you move and and as you grow with God, it's okay to question God, right? Yeah. It's it's there's not one of these things that you can go. Well, I can't ask God questions. I can't, I can't yeah. question what's happening here because over and over and over again, we see it where people question about what happened. And so I, I or what's going on or God, why? And so yeah. I think it's, I think that's okay. And it's actually healthy. Can I touch on that really quick? So, um, um, Mike just asked, uh, a few minutes ago, if you had anything that you feel like you need to surrender or a situation that you feel like you need to surrender and to be able to process through it. And I think that this number one is so important to question, not only for you to question God and like his intentions for um, this situation or this circumstance or this season, um, but also to flip it around um, on yourself. You know, what is God trying to teach me from this? What, um, what could I need to learn from this situation and what ways have I contributed to this situation? Mm-hmm. So not only to uh, to question the Lord and, and what he's doing um, in this time, but question yourself. I think um, a lot of power can come out of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially um, if you're questioning and then you're going to go into number two and go into prayer, mm-hmm. um, that those are going to go hand in hand and you have to be willing uh, to look at it because the best way for you to grow um, is to allow the Lord to point out things um, in situations or in your life that you need to change or you need to reconcile or you need to, you know, you need to do something different. Absolutely. And and so, and then she, she did bring it up is pray. So even in your prayers, it's okay to question, go yeah. God, you know, God guide me through this. God, mm-hmm. why is this going on? God, why, you know, and, and it's okay. And then the last thing, so as you're transitioning through this, uh, the, 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 the last thing that we should do is surrender and, and surrender to God uh, to, hey, I understand that this is a position that I'm in right now. And so continue to do that. What I want you to know is that God has a purpose, right? There is a purpose in all of this. And so you, you trusting God means that no matter what is happening right now, trusting God, man, no matter what is happening, you will believe that God loves you and is working in all the good for you. And so you have to remember that. And, and I think that that makes a big difference in our interactions and what we do. And, and so just know that every circumstance that you're in, that God's going to do something through that. Mm-hmm. You just may not see it. Mm-hmm. And so just understand that. So I'm going to, so we're right at 22 minutes into this. And so we want to be able to finish up. We want this yeah. to be something that you look forward to. And if we have to cut it off a little early, that comes out and being a little benefit because we'll leave you on a cliffhanger and you get to join us again next week. <laughs> and you'll be like, Hey, I wonder where, and now the topic may shift because next week we're going to be talking about Christmas. Yes. And so it's going to be a little bit of a different, uh, a little different. You know, it's going to be, uh, cause we're going to be sharing a little bit of, of 
uh, I'll give you a little bit of preview about next week's service. So you're going to get it before anybody else. We're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, Jesus uh, coming into a difficult world, right? You know, Jesus enters into a difficult world. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that because I think that we're entering into a difficult world as mm-hmm. believers, right? As yeah. people that we're going, hey, we find a, a time of adversary, you know, we adversity. adversity. We find a time of people going, hey, what's wrong with you? How can you be a Christian? We find, right. all, you know, so we're really, we're stepping into the same thing. Well, well Jesus did this 2,000 years ago where yeah. he stepped into it and was like, well, now I'm going to live my faith out loud. So we're going to talk about stepping into that type of environment and then living our faith out loud. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be a, a great week. And so yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about that next week. Um, but in the meantime, we wanted to be able to say, hey, if this is something that uh, was relevant for you or you liked it or you heard some of the points and you were like, wow, that was great, uh, yes. then share it uh, and talk to people like, about it. Like subscribe it. Subscribe yeah. and share. But we also want to personally invite you from Mike and myself to service next Sunday on the 19th. And then we're also doing a Christmas Eve service here. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a candlelight service. Um, and so we just really want to bring everybody together for the Christmas season. And let's celebrate together as a family. Well, we, and we do. And so what we want you, uh, we want you to know if you're in the Fairfield area, then join us at uh, at the edge, and mm-hmm. if you are or online, or online, and if yeah. you're not in the Fairfield area, then then join, join us, us online. online. You know, then uh, you can find us at. Uh, I'll just plug our service. It's at live l i v e dot edge dot community, and uh, you will get our service. And you can watch that now if you want. You wanted to play catch up yesterday from yeah. yesterday's service. You can absolutely go in and see what we're talking about and how we uh, how we unpacked it yesterday. But also, we would love to have you join us live on a Sunday morning. Yes where we can interact with you, get to know you a little bit, and chat with you. Absolutely. So with all of that said, we want, uh, like, again, we would like to thank you for joining us today. Yes. Thank uh, you, guys. And uh, we are uh, we are excited we get to do this. We're, yes. we're grateful that God is saying, hey, we want you to, and uh, we are grateful that you have entrusted us with 25 minutes of your time. Absolutely. And don't forget, guys, that we are on, on the, the edge, edge together. together.